Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how do you do? Good morning. Yeah, a bit sleepy, but um, good good to be here. How are you? I'm also a bit sleepy. It's because we, we've got up bright and early to record this first thing Thursday morning so our listeners can get their tips in the system ready for a new weekend of championship football. I'm looking forward to it. We've got a bit more information now on the board as well, which I feel like is very valuable when it comes to betting on the next weekend of the championship because the first weekend it's a bit of a free hit, really, isn't it? You, you're just going off instinct, whereas second weekend, you've got a bit of a data to go off, haven't you? Yeah, 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 100%. Um, and just on that, um, I think cards, uh, Bet365 have priced a, the early kickoff Peterborough Derby and Swansea Sheffield United for cards. I don't think any other bookies will. I think that's your lot. Um, but yeah, on cards, I didn't expect the fans to have um, so much of an effect on the amount dealt, but uh, the early days of the season look like they're going to yield a lot of cards until the novelty of the um, of the full stadiums wear off. So mm. uh, I think uh, cards, player cards specifically, is a trend we need to get on. Um, yeah. yeah. I saw you tweeting about that last weekend, and it could be definitely one to keep an eye on. It's just annoying that there aren't that many booking odds from mm. all the bookies. Skybet seems to be the only one, but it's only when it's mm. championship games that are on the telly. So, yeah, definitely worth keeping an eye on. If you want uh, any up-to-date in-play tips, then make sure you follow Jimmy. It's at Jimmy the Punt on Twitter, and I'm sure he'll... Uh, have a few every so often when there's a, a game that's live on Sky. Uh, how did we do in the first weekend of the championship, Jimmy? I had no winners on the opening weekend. I was let down by a last-minute goal by Blackpool because I had Bristol City-Blackpool, both teams to score no and under 2.5 goals. 1-0 Bristol City throughout the whole game. Blackpool didn't have a sniff and then they scored in the last minute. Good stuff. Thanks for that, Blackpool. Um, and then my other bets, which I've now forgotten off the top of my head. One of them was Aidan Flint to score any time. That didn't come in. And the other one was Luton, both teams to score, and Luton to win against Peterborough. Surprisingly, Peterborough were very average in that game, but uh, Luton fulfilled their side of the uh, their side of the story. Anyway, winning 3-0. How did you do, Jimmy? Yeah, but on yours though, they're some bad beats that a 94th minute equaliser against the Nigel Pearson side. And then Peterborough of all teams, well, we, we both right fancied them to score, didn't we? But a 3 0 down as well, I thought the game would have opened up. So yeah, that was unlucky. I got um, <clears throat> a half a stakes winner on the West Brom with the quarter of a goal head start on the Asian handicap. And then I had a winner with Luton game over 2.5 goals. And um, frustratingly, actually, my uh, match crooks any time selection. It drifted to seven to one, and he, he looked like he was playing up front to me for the majority of the second <laughs> half. But um, yeah, that that price it, that didn't come in, and the price is now gone. So we won't be able to back that anymore. But um, yeah, a uh, bit of a mixed start, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it, it was good for you. No winners for me. 
but it shows why you're the pro in in this <laughs> pairing we've got here. As always, ladies and gentlemen, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Let's crack on with our bets for this upcoming weekend then, Jimmy. So we'll start off with you. What is your nap? What is your big bet for the upcoming weekend in the championship? Yeah, my nap is uh, in the Millwall and Blackburn game, and it's both teams to score. You can get it at around um, best odds 21 to 10 with uh, 10 bet, Mansion bet, and Sports Nation. 21 to 10 to sc- both teams to score? Oh, 21. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. 21 to 20. Whoops. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Outrageous odds. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Quick bit of uh, info. Millwall games last season, they averaged 2.15 goals. Uh, over 2.5 goals landed in 17 of the games. They scored in two-thirds of the games and conceded in 63%. Uh, so uh, both teams to score landed in literally half. So in that sense, there's a uh, slight value in this price, uh, just in the most simplistic terms. Uh, this season, both teams to score has landed in the both of the games so far. That includes the Cup game against Portsmouth, which they won 2-1 in the midweek. Uh, Blackburn, uh, last season their games averaged 2.6 goals, uh, over 2.5 goals and both teams to score landed in 24 games. Uh, interestingly, both teams to score uh, also copped in five of their last six uh, league fixtures as the games were averaging four goals a game, which was pretty nuts. And then, um, Obviously, it does look like their uh, talisman is off um, to the top flight, so he don't he probably won't be involved again here. Um, but they didn't struggle without him in the first game against Swansea. Um, they racked up 21 shots, 10 of those on target, seven corners, and an XG of just under four goals, uh, despite only despite scoring twice. Um, and a key a key figure in that performance was their um, the Chilean star, wasn't it, Ben Burton? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he, he looked a completely different player following his uh, exploits in South America over the summer. He had seven of those shots, scored, hit the woodwork, and generated an XG of over two goals on his own. Um, in terms of price, um, you don't usually get that much of a range in this market with it being such a such a um, consistently priced um, uh, market. But uh, I've noticed a bit a bit of range. It's as short as four to five elsewhere. So that did interest me a little bit, but. Um, Ultimately, uh, we saw it a lot in the first week. Fans back, a uh, lot more action, a lot of 1-1 one, one draws. Um, and I just think uh, both teams to score a touch over evens is a, is a nice way in at, at, the, uh, at the Dem. Yeah, but it was interesting seeing in the first weekend because, as I famously said last week, that um, opening weekends either are a complete bore fest in terms of goals or they're a bit of a goal fest. And I think in the end, off the top of my head, only two teams didn't score on the opening weekend. I know Peterborough didn't. And then I think the other one was Sheffield United. So I think every <laughs> other team scored. So, yeah, yeah you, you're absolutely spot on. And if that continues into this week, then any both teams to score that is even slightly over evens will be looked at as value. And uh, you're quite right in saying that Ben Brereton Diaz looks a different player. Millwall are always famously renowned for being a defensively solid side, but they can be got at and they more than likely notch up front as well because they got the likes of Jed Wallace, who's just a stalwart at this level. And then other players are more than happy to chip in as well. Blackburn, not the greatest of sides defensively. So yeah, looks a very solid bet, mate. My nap yeah. is your team. 
I've gone with the Blades. Sheffield United to win at 7-5 to five against Swansea this weekend. Ooh. Now, Sheffield United didn't have a great start to the season. They lost 1-0 to Birmingham. That game was quite funny in the way that as soon as Birmingham scored, that was it. They were more than happy to set up shop and just grind out that win. Sheffield United restricted to shots from distance and never really looked like scoring in all honesty because Birmingham really did a great job on them. Um, Slavisi Kanovic tried to bring in players off the bench. They had uh, the likes of McBurney and Rian Brewster coming to the team, but no one really managed to change anything. So it was a disappointing start to the season for the Blades, but I can't see that continuing with the amount of talent they've got available to them in this team. They come up against a Swansea side who were very poor on the opening day of the season. It was Russell Martin's first game and they were against Blackburn. And this consistent theme kept happening in this game where they were trying to pass it around at the back and consistently gave the ball away. It was abysmal to watch from a Swansea perspective how bad they were at passing out from the back. And I think in part, that's one reason why Blackburn had so many shots on the opening day, just because they kept 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 being given the ball by um, Swansea and then they just kept taking those chances. So if they do the same again against the Sheffield United team, it could be a very one-sided game. It looks like Russell Martin's going to take He's going to, it's going to take some time for him to get his style of play across to these Swansea players who have been used to playing a more direct, negative style of play under Steve Cooper for the past two years, really. So it's going to take time for them to adapt. And when they're coming up against a Sheffield United team with so much talent available mm-hmm. to them, I'm looking at this and thinking seven to five is very, very good value for this game. And I think later in the season, this kind of value would not exist. So, yeah, I'm really, really fancying fancying Sheffield United heading into this weekend. Um, As a Blades fan, are you feeling fairly confident this weekend, Jimmy? No, 100%. I I can't touch Sheffield United on the betting. I just can't do it anymore. I've been stung too many times. But it is a really interesting dynamic because uh, in our first game against Birmingham, we saw it a lot in, uh, in League One where you get teams you teams just say come and break us down and obviously Birmingham were a very solid unit and uh, they had a game plan and they executed it perfectly but obviously like you said this is a this is a, a tactically a different kettle of fish isn't it because Swansea are trying to play it out from the back and Djukanovic uh, uh, is um, notoriously relentlessly high pressing so we won't be asked to um, to break to break Swansea down we'll, we'll just be looking to press and if anything we'll be the sort of uh, the underdog in this so it's, it's a great it's, an, it's a great uh, dynamic to have and I think one that'll suit Sheffield United and uh, the odds against um, I know we're away from home uh, in a different country but um, if you compare it to the other promoted sides or the uh, or Bournemouth or the other sort of big big uh, big dog financially in the league they're sort of both much closer to evens and I think uh, Fulham and uh, Fulham are certainly odds on. So price wise, there's lots of ways you can you can sort of dissect it, and it is val- I think it is valuable, a valuable yeah. price. Yeah, I was looking at Sheffield United. <clears throat> I was expecting them to be around evens. So when I saw that they were seven to five, I thought, yeah, I'll take a bit of that. Right, our that. next best bet, Jimmy. We've actually gone 
for the same game but different mm. bets. What have you gone for? Yeah, I uh, it's the West Brom v Luton game, and I have gone for under two point five goals. It's a twenty to twenty three. I think the best odds are at Mansion Bet, but you can get it at sort of like sixty seven with uh, SBK. Mm. Why have you gone for that? Yeah, well, it's um, on, on the curtain raiser as we as we expected. Actually, uh, we saw a bit of a new look Luton. They thumped Peter for three 0 and um, I didn't watch the game, but watching the highlights and they just look relentlessly like they just look relentlessly on the front foot. It was uh, it was good to see. Big uh, Adebayo obviously scored uh, on uh, on dimmer was unreal. He got two assists. Mm. And also bagged, yeah. And as I say, just relentless front foot football. However, away from um, Kellingworth Road, I think Nathan Jones will return to his uh, sort of pragmatic ways of last season. Um, in their eleven games against the sides that ultimately finished above them uh, in the table, under two point five goals landed in seven, so sixty three percent, which is almost uh, two quarters. Uh, so at odds of 20 to 23, the implied probability is um, 53.5%. So there's some value in that price if you look at it that way. It's also worth noting that those um, 11 away games, both teams to score only landed twice. And um, so there's obviously a clear... What You watch those games and there's obviously a clear game plan from Jones. Um, and just to touch on... Um, Valley Schmiel's old side, Barnsley, they had uh, the 12 games um, last season, uh, 12 of their home games last season saw two of them few goals. Now, West Brom obviously have more depth and more quality, no disrespect to Barnsley. But we spoke about it before and how Ishmael's style of play is not invincible. Uh, and if anyone can set the stall out to frustrate them, I think it is Jones, especially away from home. That's not to say I fancy Luton to get a result. I just don't see it being a goal fest. And I, I just think ultimately we'll see an efficient, yet un, uh, uninspiring baggage performance here. Yeah, and I'm thinking the same kind of thing. I've gone West Brom to win by one goal. That's 5-2 to two at Bet365 and Sky Bet. I'm going down the same kind of route path or thinking as you, really, in the way that I, I can't see this being a high-scoring game. I think Nathan Jones is going to be looking at this and thinking a point would be a good result for us. And we saw how they did at the weekend against Peterborough, managed to restrict them to just four shots. They're more than capable of keeping sides down in terms of how many chances they actually get. So West Brom, I, I, I imagine they will win because they've just got too much quality not to be looking to get three points here. And they really, really impressed me against Bournemouth and I think as the season goes on I, I will be having a few more West Brom themed bets yeah. uh, just because of how good they looked on the opening day and if that continues and so on and so on but yeah I'm, I'm looking at this game thinking West Brom should win but can't see there being many goals in this so short and simple West Brom to win by one goal five to two bet 365 and sky bet lovely stuff so let's go to our long shots these are always the most entertaining parts of the podcast ladies and gentlemen what have you gone for this week JTP yes so uh this week I have gone um a Brewster goal and a card you can make that in the uh Bet365 Bet Builder, and it's currently 31-2. to Tell me you're thinking about that. Obviously, Rian Brewster coming up against his old side. 
Yes, yes. There's obviously the interesting narrative of his uh, sort of return to Swansea. Um, but first of all, I want to start with I really do like his price record, which is five to one. So I do want to. I'll be having that on its own as well. But I thought I just I thought I just tout the um, the plumper price of the goal as well. So at this level, he's got um, zero point three seven cards per ninety, which obviously means he's been booked in thirty percent of the games he's played, which includes the one he got off the bench on the opening day. So at five to one, the implied probability of him adding to that tally is just under seventeen percent. So there's um, there's some obvious leeway there. Um, I just touched on it when uh, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, the sort of influx of cards we've seen, which obviously bodes well for this angle. And as for Brewster goals, um, he finally bagged his eagerly anticipated first goal for the Blades in the Cup on Tuesday. And it were, it were, it was really nice to see how much it meant to him. He, he celebrated like nuts and you could just see how relieved he was on his face. And I think um, we, uh, as fans, are sometimes guilty of not seeing these pros as like real people. And I think the combination of the Baron spell and the hefty price tag weighed heavy on his young shoulders. And ultimately, we saw it affect his performances. You obviously need your strikers to be ice cold. And watching him uh, and watching him a lot last season, you just saw, just saw that belief he had in himself when he came just sort of evaporate as a goalless minute stacked up. So I know it's cliche, but I think he did just need that first goal. Statistically, he's averaged... Um, 0.57 goals per 90 in the in this division, which is uh, a scandalous return, really. And all of these came on long while at Swansea. So uh, when he makes his return there Saturday, you'd imagine he'd be doubly keen to get off the mark. No, finally, the only the only ifs and buts with this is if he starts or not. Now, obviously, he played 90 in midweek, which could mean he'll be left out here, as several of the starters on our on the opening game against Birmingham were left out of the squad here like Burke and Berg, because Djukanovic said he wanted to play him. He wanted to use this cup game as like another pre-season, but mm. uh, the players were just too tired. So he just had to use who he could and leave out, leave out the rest. Um, obviously, he did break his duck in the midweek uh, and he looked very sharp in both games. And uh, the Lies Mousset, uh, they made a glass. He's out four to six weeks with a hamstring in- injury now, so... It's um, ifs and buts whether he feels start, but um, yeah, I just thought this price were uh, too good to ignore. Yeah, well, a player always coming back to his old club always raises my eyebrows a bit because it just always seems to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, makes complete sense to me. Kind of goes back to what my nap was saying. I expect Sheffield United to get chances here because Swansea looked really poor at the back um, last weekend. So Rian Brewster will hopefully at least have a couple of chances if he does indeed uh, start the game. So, yeah, it makes sense to me. He's also a very passionate striker. Yes. Sometimes you just look at strikers and you think, yeah, he, he gets around and he's not afraid to stick a tackle in. So, yeah, makes complete and utter sense. My long shot is Leandro Bacuna to score any time for Cardiff against Blackpool. That's five to one at bet 365. Now, the reason I've gone for this is because Leandro Bacuna, he missed <coughs> two golden opportunities against Barnsley at the weekend. I think he had five shots in total and two of them he should have taken because one of them in particular was probably an early contender for miss of the season. But <laughs> the fact that he's missing those chances doesn't concern me. The fact he's getting in those positions is what really attracts me to this price. Because it looks like he's playing in a new position. 
he seems to be playing in a narrow front three up top with uh, Ryan Giles. And at the weekend, it was James Collins, but it won't surprise me if uh, Kiefer Moore came back into the team this weekend. But the fact Bakuna's playing so advanced in this narrow front three makes me think five to one is a very big price. And if he's getting in those positions again, then it should only be a matter of time before he finally gets on the score sheet. So I'm looking at this thinking, yep, yeah, I'll have a bit of that, especially against the Blackpool team, who I don't who I don't fancy to do much this season. I did tip them to go down at the start of the season and I'm still sticking by that. So I'm looking at this thinking Cardiff should win. I won't put anyone off adding Cardiff to win in a bet builder. That brings it up to 17 to 2. But Leandro Pacuna, if he keeps getting in those positions, then it's only going to be a matter of time before he scores. And 5 to 1 could be a mammoth price for someone playing that far forward. Another player I was looking at actually was uh, Paddy McNair to yes. score any time. He was 5-1 to one, uh, for Middlesbrough, and that was initially my long shot before mm-hmm. I saw Bakuna's odds. Paddy McNair was playing centre-half for Middlesbrough last season. Against Fulham, he was playing behind the striker. So 5-1 yeah. any time. I'll have a bit of that. And he also takes set, takes set pieces. So just another one I'm throwing out there, but I'm obviously not going to count that towards my uh, tally for the rest yeah. of the season. Watch him score now. Now that's <laughs> brilliant. Uh, great, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, that brings us to an end of the episode today. I was uh, going to ask you, actually, I was considering, do you want to do a treble each week? A treble yeah. of a, a, we come together, put our heads together and come up with a weekly treble for our listeners. What do you think? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I was you. thinking of it. And sometimes there are bets, which I think, yeah, that's going to win but it's just too short to mm-hmm. be individually tipped. So uh, uh, well, next week, we'll do a treble. Why not? It gives, us, it gives us a bit of interest each week, doesn't it? Yeah, don't want to bore everyone, but um, I've been, it's been something I've been looking at myself. I sort of just disregarded multiples as, as a muggy way to bet, but uh, analysing my results from last season, it was one of, my, one of my top earners and a lot of a lot of much better people from me, say, utilise them. So... I think a little treble be a beautiful addition to the podcast. Yeah, I, I find a little treble, if it comes in, you know, once every five weeks, then it usually pays out a profit, mm. doesn't it? If you just yeah. bet a tenner on it. So, yeah, I think a little treble each week. Not massive accumulators. We don't encourage that no, because no you, you're just asking for it if you're doing that. <laughs> uh, but a little treble <laughs> is usually a nice little way of uh, making a bit of profit in the long term. Uh, Jimmy, just before we go. Can I get you to go through your bets this week, please? Yeah, uh, of course. Um, my nap is the Millwall Blackburn game. Both teams to score. Uh, I'm having a that is with uh, twenty-one to twenty with uh, Mansion Bet. I'm having two points on that. My next best is West Brom v Luton. The game to have under two point five goals. That is twenty to twenty-three with uh, also with Mansion Bet. I'll also be having two points on that, and then my long shot is a Brewster goal and card at thirty-one to two with Bet three six five. Lovely stuff. I mean, if you wanted to do a treble, then you could just do my nap, which is Sheffield United seven to five, and then add in Jimmy's nap and his next best. 
just a shout, just point it out there. Um, next best, West Brom to win by one goal. That's 5-2 at Bet365 and Sky Bet. On my long shot, Leandro Bakuna to score any time for Cardiff against Blackpool. That's 5-1 to one at Bet365. Just keep getting in those positions, Bakuna. Please, yeah. that's all we ask. about that. It, well, it just seems to make that. sense. I'm hoping that if even if he doesn't score this weekend, the price will still be there after and this weekend. I, I was just going to uh, have a look for the price, but you know, with Bakuna, I remember, do you remember last season when he shocked everyone and got put in that position first time and he, he did bag one, but he bagged a brace. So he might be, mm. he might score goals like those buses turn up, might he? But maybe. We'll, we'll wait and see. If not, it might be my long shot again next week. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Jimmy the Punt, thank you for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. I've been Ryan Dilks. And to you, listener, thank you for listening. 